0: Welcome to Gap Talk, where we provide tools, tips, and techniques to help your life and business be easier, better, and faster. Hello, hello. How are you? Welcome to our next episode of Gap Talk Success Tips from Experts. And today I am bringing to you guys an amazing expert. I've had a fabulous conversation with him, and you guys are in for a treat. Welcome to our show, James Hitkin.
1: Hey, Gabriella. It's wonderful to be here.
0: Well, it's wonderful to have you. So let's just jump right in and start with telling everybody all about your expertise.
1: Well, I'm a long time, 40 plus year career in high-end marketing and advertising that has taken me across four different countries and three different continents. So I've had the great fortunate to work with a lot of high-end brands, rec- things that you'd recognize and done some very large programs for those brands. And it's given me knowledge and experience that I, I just love to share and take the principles from the things that I learned with these big budget clients, and then communicate those principles to people in order to make their business and marketing more effective.
0: Absolutely. I love, love that you do that. And I love the conversation with, we just had about that. So speaking of, will you please tell us a little bit about your background and your history? Because you have quite an interesting story that got you to where you are today.
1: It's been a checkered road, I'll tell you. It's been an awful lot of fun as well. I grew up in a farming country in eastern Ontario, just south of Ottawa, on an island in the Rideau River. Water in the front yard and farmer's fields in the backyard. It was um, it was quite an idyllic way to grow up. And then I went to college Started in math and chemistry. We did very well academically, but was bored by the people. And I'd always been a musician, high school bands, orchestras, that sort of thing. And so I switched after year one and graduated with a music degree.
0: It's interesting, math and music actually have a synergy with it because you and I were talking earlier Mm -hmm. about how a music sheet is laid out and math is part of that.
1: Oh, yes. And, And when I needed to lift my grade point average, I'd go take a calculus course. I mean, it's very much, and that's funny that you bring that up because people ask me, well, how did music get you into marketing and advertising? And truthfully, music as it's written down is a very logical, linear disciplined Mm -hmm. bars and notes and beats and chords but in order to make music beautifully you have to interpret it laterally interpret it creatively right and that's the balance between left brain and right brain and successful people in marketing and advertising and it's quite common in musicians uh, having an equally balanced left brain and right brain
0: it's interesting because I've talked to people about that, my 14 year old, I've spoken to her about the concept that, you know, I did accounting for years and people think it's math and it's not, it's logic. Music mm-hmm. is a very logical process and people, right. there's, a, there's a lot of logic in creative processes. So Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love that you share that because somebody else is actually sharing the same concept that I try to explain to people. So tell me a little bit more about your journey, because you were telling me after you were doing music, you were tapped to get into advertising and doing creative briefs. Tell me about that.
1: Well, I spent six years out of college um, working in the rock and roll industry on the production side of things, road managing, concert production, that sort of thing. And that was a very exciting and interesting thing. I Traveled with a lot of bands that you'd recognize. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the end of the, you know, my last project was a large product project in San Bernardino, California Uh called the Us Festival. And it was a six month long project and it was very intense. And at the end of that, I did some reevaluation and reassessment. And I thought back to a conversation that I'd had with the lead singer and bass player in a Canadian rock band that I did a lot of work with. You may have heard of them, the band is called Rush. And their leader, Getty Lee, extremely intelligent man, very knowledgeable, very smart about business. They were one of the first bands to vertically integrate. They owned their own record company, they owned their own publishing, they owned their own sound and lights, they owned their own trucks. And when they weren't using them, they'd rent them out to other bands. And they started bringing other artists into their record label. And it was those conversations with Getty Lee that really opened my mind to the potential that with my background, I could also pursue a career in business. So I went about reading and, and studying and looking at the different disciplines and decided that advertising was the area where I would probably be the best fit. So I went about getting a job as a junior account executive at 30 years old. Most of the, my peers were straight out of college and Toronto office of a New York ad agency called Ted Bates. And that's how my career in marketing and advertising started. And I had an opportunity to buy a vendor. I got involved and we refocused the business on websites because my observation had been, the and this was 10 years ago, the website's the most important digital asset that a business owns. And most of them are terrible. It has become even more important. One of the outshoots of the pandemic is the shift to online shopping, the shift to online information gathering. Your website is today the most important digital asset that you own and most of them are not up to the task.
0: Just because Wix makes it easy doesn't make it good.
1: That's right. Most of what makes a website good is not technology, it's strategy. And that's where I'm marrying my background in marketing and advertising strategy with this very important digital asset that a business needs and owns.
0: Well, that is a perfect lead-in to my next question. We were talking before... We started this, and I always ask our guests about their inspiration and their influence, and your influence was really incredible. So tell us about that.
1: When I was in that transition period from rock and roll to advertising, I read a book called Ogilvy on Advertising. It was written by an old ad guy named David Ogilvy and that was the really solidified in my mind because ogilvy was approaching advertising from from a consumer perspective and from it had a strong underpinnings in direct marketing you know the headlines and all this sort of thing and one of his quotes that i still use today quite often very few words with a very powerful idea and it ties in tightly with this website idea the essence of strategy is sacrifice. Basically, what he's saying is that you cannot be all things to all people, and that as hard as it is, you've got to let some things go. The other piece of this was the very first agency I worked for was a company called Ted Bates. At Ted Bates, there was a gentleman, Rossa Reeves. He invented the concept of the USP, unique selling proposition. And that is another manifestation of this idea of the essence of strategy is sacrifice. And you start thinking about it, you'll start seeing it in lots of different places. And it is one of the, the biggest challenges in this digital age that business marketers run across. It's the new shiny thing syndrome. There's so many things going out. There's so many influences yeah. You know why are you on TikTok? Well, my nephew said it was a good idea. And, you know how old is your audience? Well, they're all over forty. They're not on TikTok.
0: There are a lot of people that are using TikTok for business, but I totally agree. Like you have to know how to, and you're right. Like trying to diversify, I I find it really important to diversify your messaging, but mm-hmm. at the same time, that doesn't mean go to 80 different places like you got to figure out what works and and what your audience is going to receive
1: right be where your audience is so
0: will you please tell us again the name of the book and then because i actually was thrown off will you spell his last name for us
1: ogilvy on advertising o-g-i-l-v-y
0: great i will get the link to that and we'll put that into the notes and in description so you guys can scroll below and click and get a copy of that for yourself hello hello awesome listener thank you so much for joining us today at gab talk success tips from experts we're going to take a short break and say thank you to our sponsors It is through the generous support of these sponsors that we are able to bring to you these amazing experts that are sharing their best tips for your success. So please listen to what our sponsors have to say, and hopefully they're going to inspire you that you're going to click their links and go support them. It's time to take a vacation from Processed Foods. The Ultimate Lifestyle Transformation Kit will upgrade the way you look, feel, and perform or will give you your money back, guaranteed. By taking a vacation from processed foods, you will detoxify your organs, cleanse your cells, and remove chemicals from your gut. And once you begin to nourish your cells and balance your hormones, you may notice increased energy, lower stress, deeper sleep, Heightened mental clarity, improved digestion, and sexy lean muscle. Any of that sound interesting to you? You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. You already eat every day, and what you eat really matters. This is your chance to upgrade your food, upgrade your health, and upgrade your life. Global Prosperity Academy. GPA is a community of like-minded individuals that are heart-centered and mission-driven, focusing on high-level communication training, leadership development, and strategic community building. Take a look at the video in the link below and see how GPA is right for you. Now, if you were able to go back and talk to your younger self, if you could give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be?
1: Done is better than perfect. And so much of the improvements you can create in business and in life is through experimentation and through trying things. One of the underlying principles in direct marketing is test, test, test. Beat the control. You've got something that's working. That doesn't mean you sit back on your laurels. You figure out, how can I make it work better? And I often tell business owners today, don't try to boil the ocean. Find the things that are working, do them well, and when you can do them well, figure out how to do them better. An inside-out perspective is very common, and yet what makes it really powerful is having an outside-in perspective, having empathy for your customers.
0: So speaking of, let's have a little conversation about that inside-out versus outside-in, because you Mm -hmm. and I really kind of dug into that, and I think our audience could really benefit from hearing from you some tips on shifting from that inside-out to that outside-in way of conducting business.
1: Exactly. And it's a powerful idea. And it resonates with people because it has a lot of common sense. When I do website audits, I will spend the first half of the audit not talking about the website. We'll spend the first half of the audit me asking questions about who is their best customer. What are they like demographically? What are they like attitudinally? What is the pain that they're trying to solve? And then what is the gain they'll get from working with you. And that four-section quadrant, the customer avatar, is the most important thing involved in a successful website. Because if you don't have that clear, then it's just words and images on digital pages. The next most important thing, tightly connected to the customer avatar, is mapping the customer's journey. Where are they? Most of the time, you're barely a dot on their horizon. They've got no interest at all in what's going on. But as their need state changes, they'll, their interest level starts to rise and they go into consideration mode and, and start to think about, huh, I guess I got to solve this problem. And then they'll go into prospecting mode, which is higher up in the bell curve.
0: So you're saying they are self-selecting themselves to be prospected.
1: That's right.
0: So if I'm self-selecting myself to be prospected and I go to your website looking to see how you can solve my problem and all I'm seeing is I'm amazing I'm this I'm that right. there's nothing that can solve the problem
1: you want to you want to lead with the problem lead with the problem you might even want to agitate the problem you know talk about the things that are going to happen if you don't do this right away or but you want to lead with the problem because then the audience can relate to you because they're there on their journey and you are resonating with their journey. That's what causes engagement. Once they've engaged with you, then you can present a solution.
0: Speaking of engaging, you told me something, and in fact, it's behind you on the on your shoulder there. There's a really, really critical component to getting someone to engage. Do you want to talk about that for a moment?
1: Absolutely. You, you may have heard the, the story about the goldfish has an attention span of nine seconds. Uh, it's a myth. It's not true, but as a business owner, you should be so lucky when people arrive at your website, when people ask for your website, you have six seconds or less to engage them. And the six seconds doesn't start when the website loads. It starts when they ask for the website. So if your website is taking three and a half or four seconds to load, well, that's a problem because yeah. you still have five more things you need to do. The next thing you need to be concerned about is am I in the right place? And and that's about logos. That's about color palette being consistent from what their, their experience has been. Fonts are consistent. There's a lot of subtleties here. But a very obvious and common mistake that I see, coaches and professionals are out networking and doing social media and talking and establishing their authority. All good things, but they're establishing all this around their name. People arrive at the website and they see some fancy, well-designed, beautiful logo that's got nothing to do with the person's name. Suddenly they're thinking about, huh, am I in the right place? Is this where I'm supposed to be? And you don't want them thinking about this. This is a checkbox that you want instantly. Yes, I'm comfortable. I'm in the right place. Then they can move on to the next thing. So we've got make sure the page loads fast. Second is ideal. Less than a second is even better. Second and a half you can get away with. But if it's more than that, you've got a problem. Make sure that you can tell them that they're in the right place. Then give them a benefit-oriented reason to stay. This is the conversation around lead with the problem. The next thing you want to do once you've established the problem is present your solution. And then below the solution, you provide reasons to believe. And that's where you get to talk about yourself. But that hierarchy is really important. Lead with the problem, agitate the problem, solve the problem, and then provide your credentials or testimonials or logos from companies you've worked with, you know, all those sorts of things that provide what I call reasons to believe that your solution is legitimate and can be delivered.
0: On each episode of Gap Talk Success Tips from Experts, we like to highlight a hero sponsor who is a business that chooses to highlight a do-good organization in their own community that is bettering the world. Today's hero sponsor is. Hello, I'm Deborah Thorne, the information diva, author, coach, trainer, speaker, and the proud host of The Leverage Conference, for speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. Today, it is my pleasure to highlight one of my favorite nonprofit organizations, DemoChicks. DemoChicks empowers, elevates, and enlightens girls and young women in the non-traditional fields of architecture, construction, and engineering. For more information about demo chicks, please use the link below. Thank you for your support. So there's a phrase that says doing things like this is simple, but not necessarily easy. Hold and on. in order for it to be easy, the person they need to talk to is James Hipkin. <laughs> so how does somebody get a hold of you?
1: Well, uh, sixsecondsorless.com will take you to a landing page that will talk to you about these ideas and give you an opportunity to book a complimentary website audit. And we'll get on a 30-minute Zoom conversation and we'll go through the six ways to engage website visitors in six seconds or less.
0: And if we wanted to look you up on LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere else like that, we can do so.
1: Absolutely. I'll provide all of the links and you can put them in the show notes.
0: Absolutely. So you guys click the links below and reach out to James. It will be worth your while. The audit of your site is complimentary and you are going to gain so much value out of getting that audit. And again, it's very simple, but when you actually start to do it, it gets a little bit not so easy. And James makes it super easy for you. Um, So reach out, talk to him, click the links below. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel and set your reminders so that the next time we air an episode, you get notified. Hey, thanks so much for watching. We hope you got value today. We want to give a huge shout out of gratitude to our contributors. Please make sure you click the subscribe button below and don't forget to click the bell up above to get reminders when we add new content.